Welcome again to the Stock of the Town podcast. This is Karen and John Pendleton with Pendleton's Country Market. As you know, we live in the Kansas River Valley just outside of Lawrence, Kansas, and we've been farming together for over 40 years. And we would like to share with you about our farm and our community. But today we're going to talk about our holiday open house that is coming up. So we've been farming together for 40 years, but over 40, over 40 years. How many years have we been doing our open house? This is our 32nd year of doing the open house. And I can only remember that because Will was born in 1991 and that was the year we had our first open house. Wow. So being it's our 32nd year, we have probably more vendors this year than we've had in the past. And I thought maybe we'd highlight a few of those today. Our holiday open house is going to be the 18th and 19th of November, which is the weekend before Thanksgiving. And we also do it on the 25th and 26th, which is the weekend after Thanksgiving. Do you see a difference between purchasing the weekend before Thanksgiving? Oh, I do. The weekend before is personal use. The weekend after seems to be for gift giving. And I think wreaths for the house to decorate it for Thanksgiving, you're buying for yourself, and afterwards you're buying a wreath to give to somebody else. That's right. Besides our dried flowers, we'll also have a lot of fresh evergreen wreaths, and we try and have all sizes available. And it's right at the beginning of the wreath making, fresh wreath making, so we don't always have as many the first weekend as we do the second, but we will have a lot of that. We'll also have roping bunches of evergreen and bulk greens that if they're wanting to decorate or make a wreath themselves. We didn't have the greenhouse space in those early years. And so something that we have done lately is poinsettias that we didn't do in the early years. And that of course is very popular. Yeah, poinsettias at Christmas time, you know, it's a tradition that many families really enjoy. Another plant for the holidays are amaryllis. And it used to be I would always get the least expensive amaryllises I could, the, the least expensive bulbs that I could, um, thinking, oh, people don't want to spend a lot of money on that. But I have found that there are amaryllis collectors because you have the amaryllis grow for a year and bloom you can make it bloom again and again year after year and people know how to do that. You let it grow and the green leaves will start to grow after the flowers are gone. You let those grow for six months. I just plant them outside in the ground and that way they keep going. And then usually about the middle of July, I will uh, take them out, dry them and let them set for about three months and then plant them up again and they'll bloom again. It's amazing. Yeah. And again, the cheapest bulbs were not necessarily the best. We, w we would get one stalk and maybe three or four flowers on a stalk, but we had some last year and they were all giving out two and three and I had one that had four stalks come out of it. So we've been getting a little bit bigger bulbs now that people are really enjoying. Who are some of the vendors that we have out to the farm this year? Well, again, I don't want to bore somebody with a list, but uh, one of the first people I think of is Thomas Barton with uh, Barton's Coffee and Roasters. He brings uh, the coffee beans in and roasts them and has all different types of blends that I think people will like. It's, it's here again, it's something for yourself. 
and it's also a great gift item. Thomas is right next to us at the farmer's market every Saturday morning, so we have a lot of uh, things that we do in common. This last weekend, we were pushing our Pendleton coffee mugs, and we have mugs with our names on them, and we were trying to sell a few of those, so we made up a deal that if they bought a, a mug, they could get a free cup of coffee. And that improved the sales, I think. That's right. We work together <laughs> on that. We'll also have chestnuts. The chestnuts this year from Chestnut Charlie's, it wasn't the best chestnut year. So we will have them for sale. Normally, you, you are roasting chestnuts for everybody to try, but I think we'll probably only have enough chestnuts this year to sell. We won't be able to give those out for samples, but we will be sampling South Baldwin's cider. South Baldwin Farms is a, an apple farm. They also have peaches and, and other fruits south of Baldwin, as their name states. And so we have some of their cider, which is some of the best cider I've found anywhere. And hopefully we'll have a little bit extra that we might be able to sell some too on the side. Another vendor that we'll have coming out, and she's been here for a number of years, is Katie White Knight. She does a lot of ceramics. She does a lot of holiday-themed plates and ornaments and bowls. And I think I counted last year, I have 13 of her plates. So everybody at the table can have a different plate, but they're all holiday plates. I really love her stuff. We're also gonna have paintings by Mary. Mary was a nurse by profession a few years ago and she enjoyed her painting so much. She is actually now doing painting full-time. She makes a lot of earrings. She and her husband work on cornhole boards and flags is kind of how he started. Dustin is her husband. But she's really into earrings and all different types of earrings. And she has lots of different themes that you can find an earring for about any theme. And to bring it back to relationships, uh, Mary's husband, Dustin, used to work for us out here on the farm. There's lots of relationships that we've had with many of the uh, vendors out at our open house. One of those, of course, is with Jack and Kathy Wilson. They were on the podcast just a few weeks ago. Jack and Kathy have Washington Creek Lavender, and we will have all of their lavender products here. So if you can't find them anywhere else or you don't want to order them online, you can come out to the Holiday Open House and get lavender here. A new vendor last year, and they'll be back again this year, is Stone and Sparrow farm and mill and they grow a lot of the what would be considered ancient grains and he has a mill and they grind their own grains into flour. Gail Larkin, good friend. She was a new vendor a year ago for our open house. She makes a lot of ornaments. She also has some quilted table runners that she'll be having. Just lots of holiday decor that she does. Natalia Lowther with Pinwheel Farm, our favorite lamb person. She'll have all sorts of products developed on her farm from, you've got meat cuts. She'll have uh, wool items. She'll actually be spinning sometimes and uh, uh, showing off some of her scarves and knitted items. The dryer balls. You put those in with your, your clothes when they're drying, they'll dry faster and keep things from wrinkling. Another vendor at the Lawrence Farmer's Market is Blue Jacket Crossing Winery. They are a neighbor besides another vendor at the Farmer's Market. They live just down the road on the other side of 
Kansas Highway 10, and they have some fantastic Douglas County wine that they'll be bringing out to the farm. We'll have wine sampling, so you can decide what varieties that you like the best before you buy. We've had uh, various authors come out if they come up with a new book, and Jill is one of those people that will be new this year. Jill Wetter, she has a children's book out. It's called Squirrels Don't Need Umbrellas. I haven't read it yet, but it sounds intriguing, and one that I think we'll have to get for the grandkids. I think that'll be an easy Christmas purchase. Another book author that will be out is Sherry Kay. Sherry also worked for us for a number of years because Sherry worked for us uh, we were able to sell morel mushrooms when other people in the state couldn't. Sherry was one of the few mushroom experts identified by the State Department of Agriculture who could identify wild mushrooms so that when people would bring us wild mushrooms, we could buy them in the spring and sell them. And her new book is called The New Guide to Mushrooms in Kansas. She and her husband collaborated with several others to write the original mushroom book, but this is a new revised one that has a lot more different types of mushrooms in it. Great photography, and it is the true expert book for mycological searching in uh, the Midwest here. You need to buy one for yourself, but then you also need to buy one as a gift for anybody who's a mushroom hunter. A third author that we're going to have a book from is Lynn Bozinski, and Lynn and I have been friends for a long time, since our kids were born, I guess. She was a flower grower, and we really got to know each other through the Association of Specially Cut Flower Growers. She lives here in Lawrence. She has a new book out that's called The Vegetable Garden Planner. Again, an item that is easily purchased for themselves, but a very easy item as a Christmas gift for your favorite gardener. Somebody that lives three miles straight south of us, Anthony's Beehive. They're going to have their honey here. And, uh, and their honey is here all the time. They're not a special vendor, but if you need to get some local honey to take care of those allergies that people have, we'll have his honey here. One of our largest vendors is Jet Produce and Meats, and uh, they have just a whole lot of farm fresh goodness coming. They'll be bringing all different types of cuts of meat. Their summer sausage is the best. If you're going to be doing charcuterie trays over the holidays, make sure that you get some of their summer sausage because it's what summer sausage really should taste like. Yeah, this is the real thing. <laughs> They'll also have uh, a lot of their popcorn. They have a lot of food gift items. So if you're gonna be doing some gift baskets, they will have quite a selection of food gift items that would work for you. A new vendor this year is Love for Every House. And she is a mosaic artist. So uh, she called me this year, so I was really thrilled that we were able to get her. She'll also have a lot of ornaments. That'll be nice. The next vendor we're going to talk about, I'm going to let John talk about because it's his favorite. Matt Roman does a phenomenal job of carving wood into very interesting and intricate shapes. It is phenomenal, the artistry that this guy has. So he can take a piece of wood and make a tiny little bitty three-legged bowl that you've 
see a live edge around the outside of it, and it's just absolutely phenomenal. I guess another association we have is the fact that we are so fortunate to have a bathroom cabinet made out of walnut in the house after uh, the tornado. So yet again, tying things back together, previous podcasts and, and all the relationships that we have here in the community. Becky Stitch and Go has been a vendor for many, many years. Probably like, 10 years. Yeah, one of the longer ones. Uh -huh. Becky Fender from Baldwin does a lot of crocheting. She makes dresses and a lot of scarves and hats and you name it if you want it made out of crochet, she will do it. One year she crocheted a hat real quick for one of our cats. That's right. <laughs> and it well, was So we have seven grandchildren and I had her make them all black, red and gold hats for the kids and we had pictures taken with them with their chief's hats on that all match. Celebrating the Super Bowl. That's right. Carol Gardner with CG Designs has told me she's working on some bookmarks that I'm really excited about. They're a felt bookmark that goes over a corner. I already know that I'm going to be buying six or ten of these because it's going to be a gift for a reader, uh, anybody who loves books, but it's something she has shown me that I think is just going to be beautiful. She also does a lot of ornaments. And then her father was Oren Olson, who was a friend of your mom's mm -hmm. for years. And of course, then I knew him when I moved to town. We were in the art guild together. He did a lot of pen and ink drawings. And she has reproduced a lot of his drawings into note cards now. And so those note cards depict many places at KU, uh, many buildings around town. So if, if somebody's wanting to get note cards with KU or Lawrence as a topic, they would really like to see what she has available. I like to use those myself when sending out notes because it, it depicts um, our hometown. That's right. As we're going through this list as fast as we can, we can't forget to mention Drake's Fruitcake. And uh, Drake's Fruitcake was originally made downtown Lawrence. When I moved to town, Drake's Bakery was still there. And uh, their grandson has taken the recipe and is producing these fruitcakes every year for the holidays. And Don and Maria Martin bring the fruitcakes, and it's the only fruitcake I will ever eat. I didn't think I liked fruitcake until I had this, and oh, it's wonderful. It's not the joke that people talk about the hockey puck traveling around the world. This is truly a very, very good fruitcake. And not only that, my favorite grade school teacher at Caw Valley School, just down the road, was Josephine Drake many, many, many years ago. And she was part of the Drake family that had the, uh, the Drake's Bakery in downtown Lawrence. A friend of ours from college, Mike Erickson, brings his wood-turned bowls, vases, all sorts of different things. If you've been out to the market, you see he, he makes tops for us. And we have these little tops that we all play with all the time. He's a wood turner, and that's been his retirement project. And we love to have him out here with all the beautiful things he makes. He also brings along his brother, Steve, who makes mostly wooden toys. The kids love his booth because he has the little wooden trucks and the trains and all that that are very durable, and they become heirlooms for families. He makes little puzzle boxes. I bought boxes 
last year for all the grandsons so that they could keep their treasures in those puzzle boxes. They were made out of cedar limbs and yeah, the unique drawers that were inside these were just extraordinary. And then Steve's son is coming also and he does stained glass. And he has lots of different beautiful designs and I'm sure if you have a design that you would like made, he would definitely do it for you. Just bring your design and he can get those made for you. Peter's Family Farm, again, very good friends. They've been vendors at our open house for many, many years. Marcia and Galen are vendors at the Lawrence Farmer's Market, and we kind of steal them away from that last day of the Lawrence Farmer's Market in the fall to have them out at our open house also. And they probably have the widest array of things that they bring to the market. Marcia makes a lot of different jams and jellies, so if you're looking for that really odd jelly, she probably has made it. She also does baked goods. She makes those chocolate bombs that you put in, in hot milk and, and they explode and have marshmallows coming out of them. It's a great hot chocolate gift for people. And fun to purchase for yourself, that's, too. That's right. Galen does some woodworking. They make lots of lotions and... Um, beard balms and various lotions. I've seen Galen take a chest of drawers and cut it down to make a bench out of it. So you take the top couple of drawers and put a good solid bench and it ends up having nice little arms, but the bottom drawer is still there. So it's a storage unit. Put it by your back door so it's a great place to leave your boots, your hats, your gloves inside that drawer and, and a good sturdy piece of furniture that really works quite nicely. They just have so many different things. She makes caramels or caramels, whichever you'd prefer to say. She will be doing sugar cookies and she likes to do decorated sugar cookies and she also has kits with the sugar cookies made with bags of frosting that you can have the kids do their own decorating. So they just have just an enormous number of things. I can't go through everything that they're going to have. Serena Anderson is a very skilled seamstress, and she likes to make little pot holders and, and hot bowl holders. And I think this is her third year as a vendor at our uh, place. She brought out some little purses that she had made. So it's a nice little fabric purse that you could put inside another purse for coins and, and that sort of thing. She likes to use a lot of fabric with KU, K-State, and Chiefs. So she has different themed fabrics that she's found has been very popular. Somebody that we'll have just on the first weekend is uh, Nina Kinty Moss. She's with the First Weavers of the Americas. If you've been around Lawrence for any time at all, you've seen Nina at about every craft show there is. And she makes all kinds of knitted and crocheted hats and sweaters and gloves. And I've bought booties from her for baby gifts, um, just about anything. She will only be here for the first weekend. So if you're needing any of that sort of thing, be sure to come the first weekend. And I think that's most of our list. I have got a couple bakers that are still coming in. Weekend before Thanksgiving, the weekend after Thanksgiving, our season's kind of coming to a close, but that doesn't mean that we're not busy because you are just uh, frantically trying to get things made. And I think it's almost humorous as you get a wreath made, put it up out in the market. The very few customers that we're getting really right now after Halloween is over 
they end up buying them. And so you're having a hard time building up your inventory, but uh, that's- well, We're working at it and we're, we'll make it. One of the things we're working on this week are our fairy house kits. We used to make actual fairy houses, but when we had so much time tied into making them, they were so much fun to make, but we had so much time tied into making them that we were having to sell them for 150 to $200 a piece. So now we make fairy house kits that have a gourd that's been dyed and we have drilled out the door and the windows and then we have everything that you can imagine to put on the fairy house to make your own. We have some instructions to give you a few ideas, but your imagination is the most important thing. It's a great grandparent, grandchild activity to put these fairy house kits together. And, and I like to kind of promote it as you know that little drawer in the back of the jewelry box that you've got that single earring, that broken brooch, that little piece of jewelry that it's too good to throw away, but you know, what are you ever gonna do with it? Well, you've been saving it for the fairy house. You're gonna bling out a fairy house with all that extra stuff that you've got sitting in that back drawer. And so we have a lot of things that we're putting together like that, that make good gift items. We have ornaments made out of gourds. Gourds have kind of taken over my life the last few years, and I'm really enjoying playing with those. The gourdaments, yes. Very good. And with that, we sure would like for you to come out and visit us for the uh, holiday open house. Like I said, it's the weekend before Thanksgiving and the weekend after. We're open from 9 to 5 each day. Come support the local farmers and artisans that we have coming to the farm. They really appreciate you coming out and supporting them in their kind of off-season. Most of our vendors are related to the farmer's market or farming in some way. And I always say that these folks who don't have any income during the winter become real creative in the fall for Christmas items. So you never know what you're going to find at the Holiday Open House. As always, thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your friends about it. Please visit our website at pendletons.com to find out what it is that we're doing throughout the year. Sign up for our email newsletter, and then you'll be getting the up-to-date information of what we're doing next. Thank you for listening to The Stock of the Town as we talk about our farm and our community.